<laughs> That's the beginning of uh, episode four. <laughs> what up? Here we are. Episode four of The Venturing Man. Uh, once again, me and Parker both here in the booth. Uh, it is not an in-session studio, though, unfortunately. Bummer. <laughs> That's all right, though. The, what would be nice is to get this office here of mine set up for in-person um, podcast episodes with a nice little... I've already got an idea of what I'm going to do, but executing it and uh, finding the time to do so. But there's really no point. I, I, I find a, I find it's not point. Like I don't find a point in me just videoing myself. I guess we could set up a video of me on my end, a video on your end, so we could add, edit little snippets for the Instagram, you know. But the uh, yeah, stop playing. Everybody wants to see your beautiful face, <laughs> right? It need to be 4K though, you know. I need the, yeah, I need buddy, 4K for this face. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it deserves it. <laughs> it needs it, you know. Um, I don't got much of a jawline, you know. <laughs> no, but I've thought about that. But eventually, as we continue on and uh, progress into a more legit podcast, I guess you could say, um, then I, I've got some stuff planned for that. But here we are, ready to roll. And we're, uh, I've kind of got this idea of, um, you know, spitting on a, a topic for this episode. Uh, I know the last couple episodes we've touched on a couple things. Uh, you know, we'll, let's recap a little bit, right? So over the last couple episodes, I feel like we've touched a lot on like kind of what it takes to be, a, a, not even so much as a successful entrepreneur, but what it takes to, to start that journey, right? To like begin that path to, Gain the gain the confidence and kind of just getting your first first step out there and executing that and continuing to just take leaps of faith and and like one foot in front of the next, just boom, boom, boom. Like I feel like that's kind of where where what we've touched a lot on. And yeah, we've had some other things in there, but like, would you say that's accurate? Like to 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 break it down. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because like that's like. I I just want to kind of go in like uh, I want to progress down that the journey uh, of my journey and also you know just some things that I feel like could help help people along theirs and um, you know I feel like the first couple episodes we've we've brushed on that and it's a, a super important trait to have to 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 like have the create that voice in your head that has the confidence to make decisions, quick decisions on the fly. And also it's like, everybody wants to do everything perfect, right? They're like, Oh, okay. But what do I do? What are the first steps? Well, the first step is never exactly the same. It's always just taking that first step and Mm -hmm. continuing to do that and then not giving up and blah, 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 but (laughs) blah, 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 but (laughs) you know, in the past, but you know, I feel like the next thing to kind of, touch on is something that I have really, really worked on over the past. I say, I've, I think I've made progress over the last year, but it's something I've been working on for a long time because it's somewhere I really lacked. And it's also something that's kind of hard for people with brains that are kind of wired for this life or, or are trying to wire their brain for this life. And like, um, and that is in a, 
a quick single word, I feel like, is focus, you know? So Yeah, yeah. What I what I like about where where we've where we've come with the last few episodes to get to here now is um the audience may not know it, but they're following along the journey right now. Mm-hmm. So the beginning stages of the podcast was the beginning stages of you theoretically, I mean, air quotes, taking the step. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that was a, a long process and there was a lot of little baby steps, but right. now you've taken the step and you're in it and you're moving and now it's time to put your head down and focus and block out the noise. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why I like, that's why I like the progression of, where we've gone. Yeah. And that was kind of my thought process was it, I was like, can, can somebody come into this podcast late? Right. So say our 18 listeners don't, uh, stay at 18 and say we gain some listeners and those, those guys come in or girls come in at episode 10 or 30 or whatever. And they could go backwards and rewind and it'd still be beneficial to go, you know, go throughout it because, it's like the first thing you got to do is just do it. It's like we can always sit here and come up with uh, everybody's. There's this voice in your head talking you out of whatever it may be that you want to go for. Um, and maybe it's not entrepreneurship, whatever it is, but it doesn't matter. Um, you know, you got to take that first step. And then you you after you take that first step. And you have all these, make all these mistakes and you have these so-called failures and you're going along your journey. Um, you gotta, you gotta maintain focus. Uh, and I think that focus to me was always, I, I took focus at a much smaller weight than it really is. And I think that's because like the word, the singular word itself, focus is, I don't know, like the definition itself just is so simple, but it's, it can apply to so many different areas. And it's this thought that I had. And so I really wanted, I've been thinking about the, the, the word and what it means to me and how I implement it into my work, my, my crazy work schedule and how I continue on. You know, the last episode or one of the last episodes we talked about that begin with the end in mind and that the journey in between is always going to change, but you always have that end goal. Well, if the goal stays the same or maybe it doesn't quite stay the same, it does change, you know, as you progress, you, your goal will change a little bit here and there. But like with that end goal in mind, you've got to have focus on that end goal and you must blur out the rest. You know, everything else on the outside needs to be blurred out. And so, so let's talk. So let's yeah. talk real quick about what that looks like. Like mm-hmm. quick example. Mm-hmm. This weekend is a perfect example. Mm. Um, we were me and my family were down in California doing some work with a nonprofit down there. Uh, Warriors for Children. If anybody's looking for a nonprofit to uh, mm. volunteer at, donate their time, their money, their resources, whatever. They're they're great. It's a badass um, uh, sit, like setup they got over there for sure. What yeah. they're doing, what you guys are doing, is awesome. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So we are down there working on that. The same time, not trying to Mm -hmm. give anything or steal your thunder or anything, Jared. But but Jared started construction on his gym literally the Wednesday that we were there. Mm -hmm. So we were there Monday through 
Sunday, roughly. And, um, and our schedules kept conflicting the whole time mm-hmm. and me and Jared. And yeah. there was this one night where I'm like, Hey man, I know you got a million things going on, but this is like the last night we can hang out because mm-hmm. they like the storms rolling through and we've got to drive back. And I've got all this, I've got all these donations going back to Idaho for these kids in Idaho and they can't get wet and blah, blah, blah. And, and you straight up, were, <laughs> I love your text because I, I was like, hey, you want to do something? And your text straight up was like, nah, not happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was like, ha, ha, nah, not possible. <laughs> because I sat there for a few minutes thinking about it. And I was like, literally, we're in the middle of bedtime process, which if anybody has kids, we know what that's like. And Exactly. There's a routine to it, you know, and, and so like we're three quarters, maybe halfway through that. And, uh, I sat there and I was like, Ooh, you know, it's, what was that Saturday night now or Friday night? Was it Friday night? Yeah. That hot tub sounds real good. Yeah. Especially (laughs) after this, this week has been, and I knew I was going right back to, to work, uh, through the weekend on the gym, like the demolition on our, on the gym is one of, if not, it is the biggest part of the job because once you get the gym space that we have to its shell, a gym is pretty straightforward, not a ton of electrical and not a ton of everything. You've got a demolition and you've got plumbing to move for the new location for the bathrooms. That's it. After that basic frame, a couple of uh, one office, a couple of beds or bathrooms and drywall. And then then after that, I've got turf and equipment being built and all that. That's the, that's the gist of it. So I'm like the demolition though is huge. Cause right now it, there's just a lot. Yeah, to how it. many roll, how many roll offs are you going to be filling up Four, four forty yeah. yard roll offs. Yeah. So, yeah. um, is what it's going to end up being. And I was hoping for two. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and so anyway, yeah, that's a, it's a perfect example. And that was a hard, thing for me to do in the past and um it's something that i've worked on and that is a prime example example and it's not the only example you see that that is how i that's how that's like the simpler form of focus that i used to think of you know where it's like okay Mm -hmm. or the one layer of it you know yeah yeah Yeah. and so Mm -hmm. and i gotta say layers because I only have to say that because I have a couple friends who are going to laugh their asses off. It's an inside joke. So sorry, y'all. Y'all are left out. <laughs> You're all left out. But anyway, like straight up though, there's layers to it, man. And um, once I started realizing that, it helped me, it helped me really gain more focus in, in my life. Right. And so you got to begin with the end in mind. And then to do that, you have to have, you got to be able to focus your lens, right? Your life towards that goal and blur everything else out. And it doesn't mean that here I am only going to go grind work, entrepreneurship, want to go make money. That's my focus. Well, no, my focus is much bigger than that, right? And I've, I've come up, I've come up stealing this shit from other books, but <laughs> I have taken some things I've read and, and equipped it in my life and it's helped me become more focused, you know? And so, um, you know, the, the thing with it is, is like another layer to the focus side of things is like, okay, so you've got that fun layer right there that we're talking about. We could have the, the biggest problem in that situation this last weekend that you're talking about was, okay, what do we even do with our daughter? She's about to go down to sleep 
you we, if you guys were coming to us, maybe I could have spared a little bit of time for sure, and it would have been mm, maybe you know, but not not nah not happening. But I just also knew that I was on day six of the week of long, long hours. And then I was going straight back into day seven early around 5am the next day. So it just didn't happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Jarrett, like a couple of years ago hmm. would have said, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. I would have sent, I would have sent it for sure. And so, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, no that's why I use that as an example. Is and it's a it's perfect a, example. Yeah. A hundred percent. I like it. And that I've, I've totally, I totally forgot about that. And the, the reality is, is it's, it's one of the layers. It's one of the layers. And that right there was the FOMO, the fear of missing out layer mm-hmm. is a hundred percent a layer. And you've got other layers like, um, you've got outside factors happening every day to you and your, your, you as a, you, you as a whole, you as a person, you, your business, your, your family, all these things are happening that you have no control over. Right. And so one of the things that, and I don't, we, you and I actually talked about it the, the one time we did get to hang for a couple hours, uh, when we went to go eat at no. Haven, Haven, uh, Haven City. Um, which by the way, I was dead, dead, dead beat to go do that. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> yep. I only did that because you guys were, uh, only going to be here so long. And I was like, man, when are, when, when am I even going to be able to go see them after that? Unless they come to me. So I was like, it ain't going to happen. So I was like, let's go. I mean, I went straight from like a, a pretty decently brutal day, like, um, as far as like agenda goes. And then I was like straight up grinding on the computer, ran and hopped into the shower and we were still 40 minutes late. And then once we got there, it was like, you know, good old times. And I had a blast and I'm glad I did because, and I want to touch on that in a later in the episode, but how those things are good and how they can actually not be a hindrance to your focus, but also a, a, a positive and a beneficial thing to your focus. Right. Yeah. And so there's the, all these things that come in to focus and layers to it that really helped me understand it. Cause to me, I always was like, you know me, dude, a hundred, zero or a hundred. That's it. That's all you're getting out of me. There's right? no in between. There yep. is no in between. And that's, that's a, a, that can be a problem. And, and if you only see color or see things in black and white or zero to a hundred, then you're going to have a heart. It actually hurts your focus because you can burn out or you can miss a lot of these things. And it, it, it really prevented me from gaining full focus. And I'm not optimize that full focus, but I'm definitely getting better. And that was an example of one. But one of the things that like we were just talking about was like uh, these outside factors. I've had a lot of outside factors over the last like year and a half, two years, things completely out of my control that are making work life and um, progression with uh, um, like the gym or Clark electric and all these things that can make things more difficult, almost seem like a parachute, right. That I'm not in control over that, you know, we won't go into too far of depth on that, but these things happen to everybody and we could sit there and, and literally victimize ourselves when all these things happen. We could continue to, we can, Oh my gosh, look at all this shit that's happening. Like, dude, I went from being super sick to being super sick 
<laughs> like back to back, you know, like I had some mysterious illness for a year straight and yeah. then got better from that, started finally regaining some life back into me and then Boom. hit COVID. And then I got <laughs> long COVID for training with COVID that lasted another year. And I'm like, what the hell is this bullshit? I went from being the healthiest dude ever to now I'm uh, and feeling bulletproof to this. And then, and then after that, just a bunch of crap kept happening. And for a while I victimized myself uh, and it held me back. And I'm at a place now where I've, I've gained focus back and um, been grinding pretty steadily now. And with that focus and these outside factors are always going to happen. Right. But you have to blur that shit out and remain focused on the end goal. And to do that, to do that, there are certain things that you can really to for one, you really gotta establish what that goal may be, you know? Like you gotta hash it out, you gotta write it down. And there's a few little tricks that I've learned from reading books that help out with that. But but it makes sense, right? Like, so that's another layer of it, right? You've got the FOMO, fear of missing out that can mess with your focus. You've got the party life, you've got friends that are maybe not. Um, as ambitious as you are currently, uh, you've got friends that currently just like to have a ton of fun and, you know, like that's just the way it is. That's, that's the life it. they live. That's it though. That's like, it. You know, they, more. they like to work nine to five for somebody else and <clears throat> then they like to go and party and then they just live this cycle over and over. And I lived that cycle for a long time and I'm past that cycle now. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't get me going. Um, I'm more of a, grind really really hard purge weekend <laughs> like <laughs> or like plan a and this is something that elise and i have have decided it was like we're gonna we're gonna get uh elise is my wife by the way um and so you know parker i don't know if you knew that but no this is thanks for, thanks for, for filling me in it's I, <laughs> Was I at the wedding? I, I don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, you, that's right. You married us. That's right. I can't remember those days. Those were oh yeah. Those were the party days. That's why I don't remember. <laughs> no, but like, um, like so you've got all those outside factors, and like Elise and I have decided that like uh, we had sat down and talked about this because we're trying to gain more focus, even more focus in our life, and. We were doing a lot of small trips on the weekends, small uh, things on the weekends, family things, RV trips consistently and doing stuff like that. And it's awesome. It's badass. It's great. Sky is two years old. We want her to have as much fun as possible during these years, right? All the fun, all the experiences, all the memories. Yeah, we do. But what we've realized is like she has fun whatever we're doing, like whatever we're doing. And so we can minimize those trips. And right now we've picked – two 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 trips a year right now um and then in our budgeting we've got um that there's like fun money that we can spend and if we can save up that additional fun money you can then use those for like a a a quick one or two day trip like something small or an overnight thing um you know whatever it may be if you can save up and not go out to the movies or dinner for a, like a couple of weeks and now you've got a few hundy sitting in there you can go spend the night at the hotel down at the beach or you could do stuff like that right yeah. but we're planning two trips a year um we've picked the months that we're going to do those it's going to be in february and august um based on other events throughout our lives like birthdays and christmas and all that crap so we figured out we figured those months are for us and what we're going to do is we're going to go 
have our two trips a year during that. And one's going to be a winter trip and one's going to be a summer trip. And then that'll keep us focused throughout the year and saving more money and doing all those things. So we've kind of developed, um, we've come up with that, that we're trying to execute right now. And so anyway, there's those, there's two layers. We've got fear of missing out and going out with your friends. You've got outside factors that hurt you, um, whatever it may be, you get sick, bad things happen. Somebody, you know, passes away. Who knows? All this stuff happens, but it doesn't really matter because the end goal is still the same. The end, I've decided that this is the goal that I'm going to work for. This is what I want in life for me, my family, my friendships. This is where we're going. Who cares what happens to you? That's exactly how you got to go about running a business because shit is happening 24-7 and you literally have to just adapt, adapt, adapt. You make mistakes, bad things happen, you got to adapt and you just go about it. Literally, crap is going to happen all the time. We just had this this week, I just had to adapt and change the work schedule completely because of something that happened Um, and we had to switch some things around and I came up with a plan that's going to work. You have to adapt. And that's because the end goal still is the same for a business. It's make as much money as we can and provide for our families, provide for our employees and this and that. And this is how we're going to do that by changing the plan this way. But the end goal is still the same. And the same thing goes for us in our lives. And so you've got those two layers. Can you think of any other layers like that that you can think of off the top of your head? Because this isn't something that I've just sat here and wrote a book on or anything. So, it's just something I've been thinking on lately. So where, where my mind's been going is mm. kind of how focus can be a double-edged sword. Mm. Um, and And the reason why I know that is because just like you are a person who's zero to a hundred, mm-hmm. I'm married to somebody who is <laughs> zero to a hundred. There's mm-hmm. no in between. Yeah. And some of the, some of the struggles that we've had in our marriage over the year, over the last 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's been a minute. Had to slide that in there. Um, some of the struggles that we've run into stem from Rachel's hyper focus on, whatever task it is and she she blurs everything out that like it, it like literally she blurred everything out mm-hmm. like yep. f- you know what i mean like there was no 100%. there was no balance there was no work family like relationship balance mm-hmm. and it was like holy cow man like like the thing that i that's why i said it's a double edged sword because yep. like the thing that i love about her and that makes her who she is is how determined she is when she sets her mind to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, On the flip side, <laughs> it, right. it, it can, it can be a lot at times. It can be a lot. Yeah. And, and the over hyper focus on a singular task, it, it is exactly a problem I used to have. Um, it, people always noticed that I would get really good at things really quickly. And it was because of that right there. I, I, I get a feel for something. I start, I get addicted and a focus on it and I'm just like, boom, and I got to figure it out. I got to figure out what it is and blah, blah, blah. And the same thing with like a, a task. For instance, yesterday, uh, I was, we're demoing the gym at, uh, down in Rancho Cucamonga and I found some, um, decent, um, I found some decent 
shelves and, and, and stuff throughout the, the space that I had been setting to the side. And I was like, Hmm, I kind of have an idea of where I could maybe fit these into our, um, our, our home that would at least would appreciate because I know there's the the area in our laundry room is kind of shit right now. And it's got this cubby space that goes Mm -hmm. up and it's like a weird width. And so you can't buy any shelves that fit that width. Like it's not a normal standard width. And yeah. so we've tried to get, uh, I've looked and I, we've tried a few different things. And so I, uh, I thought about it and I had her and uh, Sky come down during lunch yesterday, uh, to the gym and take a look at it. And she loved them. I was like, cool. So I had two that were attached together long ways. And then one that had a countertop on it. That was definitely too wide for the space. I knew that, but I was like, in worst case, maybe I'll, I'll figure out how to shorten it and tear it apart and everything. So I get home from the gym after working, after filling a whole 40 yard bin yesterday and, um, with like AC ducting and all sorts of crap. And for those oh, of you that don't know, shit that's floating around. Yeah, <laughs> you got a uh, fiberglass just fucking Ugh. going throughout the whole building and stuff. So anyway, I was already like in the thick of it. So might as well keep going. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. burnt. I'm all nasty. So I get home. I start grinding on that. Let's just say things don't go as planned. And basically, I drop one of the shelves while trying to hold it up and mounting toggles, uh, using toggle anchors to anchor it up into above and all this stuff. I drop one on basically my head, put a hole <laughs> in the wall. I, I take one of them. I take that that thing and I go walk out through my house with it. And all I hear is at least go, Jarrett, from the kitchen. She knows exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> Open up the door. Throw that shit like 30 feet and it shatters onto the concrete. And I'm like, but see, this is where my focus comes in, the uh, a hyper focus, and it can kind of be bad sometimes, was now I'm pissed off. And I just did something stupid. And now it's like a, now I'm like pissed off and I'm triggered in the sense that now I'm going to get, I'm going to figure out how to get this shit done now because I got to redeem myself, right? In my head. So now this shit's not going to not get done. Yeah, I said shit, it's going to get done and right. it's getting done. There's nothing stopping me. Right. But now of the two shelves. So basically the plan was to take the two shelves and that do fit and then take the, and only have to trim the countertop from the other one that didn't fit and then, and then use that. But I just broke one of those now. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> I go in there, take the other one, and I get that sucker to finally go into the – I use some bigger toggles, and I get it to work up there. And now I have to shorten. And this is like – I just won't – you won't get through to me and once I'm in this state of hyper-focus where Elise is like, you know, probably trying to see if I'm all right. Can I help? Blah, blah, blah. And I ain't even answering. I'm just <sighs> – so I take apart the, I'll completely take apart the other one and I have to, sh- to, to make it, you know, less wide and take about six inches off of everything. And then I use the doors from the one I just broke and I put that on there. So a job that should have taken me an hour or two took four hours at the end of my day, no focus. And before I finally finished, I kind of realized I'm like, Ooh, I, uh, I'm, I'm doing what I normally do here, you know? And so mm-hmm. I, I'm like, uh, I can still get this done, but we're getting close to bedtime and dinner's ready inside. Like you need to get your shit together, go inside, have a nice meal with the fam. We, uh, um, go throughout our, uh, our bedtime process. And then, uh, you know, I go out and clean things up and, and, and handle and finish everything after that, you know? And that's like, uh, that's one of those things that I've learned. I've been working on and learning is getting rid of that hyper focus that can be damaging, and really 
look at the picture as a whole. And to do that, you really got to kind of come up with what your personal mission statement is or your core values at of yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know you've done a lot of core value work as well. And I think it's a huge, huge thing that changed, changed my life. And I think that it can change uh, other people's. And so, um, you know, well, and here's the thing, here's the reason why and why I got so sucked into it. Mm. was no matter the situation that you're in, good, bad, or ugly, no matter how bit the size of the situation or the size mm-hmm. of the consequences, you have those core values to guide you through yep. those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be times where you have to deal with the customer and maybe you don't have to give them all the details and it might just be simpler to give them a little bit less information, not necessarily mm. lie to them, but not necessarily <laughs> tell them the whole truth. And if, if your core, if you have a core value of honesty, oh, I see right then here, you've yeah. got to ask yourself, am I like, am I sticking to my values? Because yeah. even though I'm trying to make this easier for myself in this situation right mm-hmm. now, am I going to make things worse for me later on down the road? If I'm not 100% honest with them right now. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm speaking from experience, right? That's a, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously like a, a, a business situation. And that's why businesses come up with these mission statements and they come up with these core values for their business. And it helps guide you. It does. Not only does it help guide you through the, the tough things, like say that situation there, but it helps you remain focused. It helps your vision stay. Um, it helps you keep your vision in mind uh, of where you're going. Because say you come up with a list of these core values. And just so everybody knows, um, I mean, it, it sounds, I, I, I say core value. I think that everybody kind of can understand what a core value is just by core value as a person. But core values are things that that you can come up with that, are kind of like a almost like a checklist, a morale, a morality checklist. Does that make is that is that a good way of explaining it? Maybe you could explain it better, but yeah, no, I I the only thing that I would add to that is a morality checklist based off of who you are as yeah. an individual, mm-hmm. not based off of other people's opinions, right? Not after, not outside sources, like the reasons why like honesty is one for me, and the reason why on, like there's all these different reasons, all these different, some traumatic experiences that I've had mm-hmm. throughout my life that made honesty very, very, very important to me. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it has to be that way for you. You know right. what I mean? You've decided that honesty is a important core value of yours. And therefore, if you've decided that, and just deciding is one thing, but I think writing things down comes uh, is a huge, huge benefit Oh, 100%. As well. And so, but if you can, if you come up with that, right. And you've done, you've done this because you have through experience of living your life, learned that if you don't stick to that core value, it can hurt you later on, whether it be with anxiety or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. Um, or when somebody then is not honest with you, but then you weren't honest with them prior to that, you know, that that is also going to hurt you and all these things. So you've decided that this is something that is kind of a, like a non, uh, like this is a must for me in my life. And so, um, it might seem, uh, it might seem really hard to come up with what your core values are, but I, I read a book one time that, that explained it really well for me and I, I've done it and, um, written out my stuff, 
But um, this was Stephen R. Covey, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm, um, one yep. of the most epic ways to describe this situation, I thought, I mean, it really stuck to me, was I want you to imagine that you're at your own funeral. Um, you're at your own funeral, and uh, basically they're, uh, you're going to sit there and listen to your um, – to a eulogy or a speech from somebody um, from three different categories. Your uh, your friends and family are going to go up there and they are going to say a bunch of stuff about you. Your community is going to go up there and say a bunch of stuff about you. And your um, what's the other one is the uh, you've got your family community and like your work life, basically work? Yeah. your professional yeah. life. Okay. So, uh, you are then going to write down what you would want those three categories to say at you at your funeral, right? Because, and I've explained this to some people that have totally taken this the wrong way. And that, it really explained to me where they were at in their life, honestly, yep. because yep. they were like, well, why would I care what other people think about me? I've heard that before when I've tried to explain this to somebody and I'm like, it, but you don't get it. It's not what they think about you. It's what you think about you. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but why would I care what they have to say about me? Well, it's not what they have to say about you. It's what you wish they would say about you. And if basically those three categories are up there saying what you wish they would say about you, those are your core values because that's what you expect of yourself that you may not live up to all the time, but that's what you expect of yourself. And so then you are able to come up with your core values, right? And so um, these things can also be um, – you can also break this down uh, about your business and all that stuff as well. And that's how you come up with your core values and your mission statement and stuff there. But, um, and so what you got going on over there? Huh? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. I was like, what's, is it, is it, is it ever going to end? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just trying to figure out what it was while I was talking, but I was fidgeting uh, with something. My uh, bad. <laughs> you got some good microphone, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> My bad. No, you're good. And so, anyway, that's like uh, that was one way I read it, where it was really clear to me because it's hard to think of that. Like, well, what are my core values? That what right there, I wrote it out, and I was like, oh wow, I want my, I would like my friends to say that uh, I was a guy that that would move mountains for them if he if they asked. Basically, that's like a huge thing for me. Like, I I Loyalty. want people to know that if they're ever in a pinch or they're ever if they ever need anything that i'm there for them anything and that probably comes from me growing up feeling like i didn't have that you know and like i don't ever want somebody to feel like they don't have somebody i don't ever want somebody one of my friends to be going through something really bad and not have somebody to talk to or to help with the situation or anything like that. So that's a huge one for me for friends and even family. Right. And so you come up with all these things and it helps, it helped, it helps narrow. It helps blur out the, the, the noise and focus on the goals as well, because basically I've come up with, here are my goals and here are my, uh, uh, these are the goals that I have in mind. These are, this is where I want to go. I want to get to a place where I have a, a healthy family, a healthy relationship with my wife, a healthy relationship with my daughter. Uh, I would like to be wealthy. 
um, not just for myself and my family, but to help others. I would like to make a difference in the world. I would like to um, own and run businesses that also help their employees and do all these things. And like, so I have all these goals, right? And I have this vision of where I want to go. And you need, you got to learn to start holding yourself accountable by asking if what you're currently doing or what maybe you're being asked to do is in line with those goals or those core values and principles, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. like, uh, for instance, like you, and it's, it's hard. Like you really have to think about it sometimes for like instance, um, when you're, we were talking about this last weekend, right? It would have been, it would have been negative to my situation because I would have, it would have put me in a hole for the next day. Cause I would have been out lot later and I had yep. to get up at four. Um, it would have put me in a hole for the next day and it was important to get as much of the demo done this, that weekend as possible because I have to keep the guys busy on other work as well that we have to do. And so I need to be able to, to, to spare them away from the gym for a couple of days. So that was important to me. And so in that situation, no, it wasn't in line with my goals and everything. It, it wasn't, it didn't work out. Does that mean that you have to say no to fun all the time? Absolutely not. The week prior to that, was a Friday afternoon. I finished up work around three o'clock in the afternoon, a little earlier than normal. And I knew what was coming. I knew the gym space was coming. The gym work was coming. I was, I'm going through the GM hiring process right now. I'm going and interviewing. I've interviewed like 50 people, man. And I've had, I'm, I've, I've been doing a much stricter interview process than I've ever done before. A three stage interview process that went from 50 to like seven to now my final stage, which is this weekend, which is three. And so that's a lot of interviews. It's a ton. It's a ton, bro. And the 50 started with, um, screening, you know, screen interviews. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, that's probably not an accurate number. Anyway, I think I took in 50 applications. I screened probably 30. And then I went from 30 to seven people where I did a zoom interview and now I've narrowed it down to three where I will meet them in person and I'm having them write up a business plan for 30, 60, 90 days, uh, 30 days before opening the gyms, 30 days after opening the gym, and then nine, uh, 90 days, 60 days after the opening of the gym. So a 30, mm-hmm. 60, 90 day plan. So I can really see where their mind's at. And I think that's going to help me narrow things out because I used to go about that process kind of from an arrogant standpoint of like, oh, well, I've got a good read on people. I'll figure it out, but it hasn't worked. And so. I'm going about this completely differently. So anyway, I had all that going and Friday comes around and I was already thinking like, man, I just want to get the hell out of Dodge. Like, I just feel like I'm burning out a little bit mentally, physically. Um, I think I'm getting like irritated, irritable. Um, my head's just not going to slow down anytime soon. Yeah. And it's going to get worse. So what did my wife and I decide to do? We said, let's just bounce. (laughs) Let's just bounce. We took the RV. We went down to Oceanside, one of our favorite little RV parks that we go to. And and just Sky, Elise and I, and just had a relaxing, incredibly fun weekend of just doing whatever we wanted as a family and hanging and playing and eating junk food and having a blast, right? That is a blast. That's so fun. But I came back to work Monday 
actually Sunday, Sunday night when I got back, I went straight to work on the computer and back to back to my normal self of just I'm hungry as hell and ready to go. <laughs> and so yeah. you see how you see how there's times that it's good for you and there's times that it's not good for you and you have to get better and better at finding those those times. So um yeah man it's just something that and it, it's just like the the business side of things and building a business where it's just like you're going to fail, you're going to make mistakes and you just have to note like, ooh, yeah, that one put me in a hole this week. Probably shouldn't have gone out that weekend or shouldn't have, I should have said no to that birthday party. You know, I felt pressured into going, but I, I didn't, or I, I shouldn't have probably because it hindered me here or I had a big day on Monday that I knew and I kind of dropped the ball on or whatever. So then you make a note, you don't beat yourself up and continue to go down that path. You make a change and you adapt for the next one. You learn from that mistake and then you continue on and the focus becomes more and more and more clear. And so with an entrepreneur mind of like ADD mind, it's super important to, to refine that focusing skill because you've got so many different things going on. Like with the workflow right now, I am trying to, I'll be working, a huge problem of mine is working on uh, Clark Electric and then emails roll in with D1 and I can't not drop what I'm doing to do some of those emails. Mm -hmm. But then I'm just half-assing everything, right? So I'm learning to stay Dude, focused I was, on the task. Yeah. I was so bad about doing stuff like that that mm. I had to turn off all my notifications, mm. all, my, yeah. all my like computer notifications, my yeah. phone notifications, so I could really focus on what I needed to do. Yeah, dude, it's it's a really big problem of mine too, and I I really suck at it to be honest, because like I kind of also I'm addicted to stress, um, and so like I kind of like it, uh, and so I do it to myself, where I'm just like I get into this this state where I might say it like when I'm at the gym working out and I got headphones in and I'm not talking. So I'm just in my head the whole time I get in this state where I'm like irritable, irritable. If you pull me out of that state, like I just want to <laughs> stay in my head and do that shit. And then the same thing happens with work yeah. where I constantly, I'm just like, Oh yeah, yeah. More and more and more. And then like, before I know it, I'm like, boom. And I blow up or something, you know? And so yeah. It's like I'm really trying to calm myself and just effectively go about things. And there's a, a, bunch, a few things that I'm working on trying to do it. But, but yeah, man, it's just like the focus thing is just a, is such a bigger, a bigger thing than I ever thought it was. It was always like, yeah, I can't focus. I suck. I have ADHD, whatever, you know, like, I, yeah, but what that's just not the case. You can always figure things out. You can fix things. It's just like, oh, well, I suck at math. Well, yeah, you, you never did math, you know, like you never focused and actually tried to do math because you didn't like it. You don't yeah. suck at math. You hate math. There's a difference. Yeah, totally. You know, and so like that was me in school. Like I suck at this. Oh, I'm stupid. I don't get good grades. Well, like you're not stupid. You got zero focus. You got none. And you have a hard time doing anything you don't like. And that's a yeah. that's a focus issue and um you know and or or boo hoo i've had a i've had a rough day uh, okay does the goal change of what you're here to do today no, no. it doesn't no, matter doesn't then care. so who cares no. and so you know just like uh you know it's just it's just something that i've been like running on lately where it's like i feel like i've it, you know, we talked about how working out and maybe I can't remember if we touched base on this on this podcast or not, but like it's something I adamantly talk about all the time when it comes to training or if you're trying to uh, um, 
grow in the fitness department and you're trying to say lose some fat or gain some muscle or look better, whatever it may be, you're starting to go to the gym and you're trying to get that flow going. You're trying to diet and all this stuff. The beginning sucks because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're doing. You're trying to figure this stuff out. You lack focus and the, you lack focus because you ain't seen the result yet, you know? And once you start to see the results is when things really begin to come around. And I tell people, you just got to get through like the first two months, man. The first eight weeks is the, is the deciding factor of just trust, just trust the process, come up with a game plan, whether or not the game plan is perfect, come up with a game plan, stick to the game plan for six weeks and then see where you're at. You start to get results and then you start to go, Oh, okay. All right. And then you get the flow going and you keep going to that. It's the same thing with this, man. Like, I just feel like I've been working on this a long time, a lot longer than two months. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and I'm finally starting to see the results of, of some of it's like, okay, I got a little bit better at this one area. Like, this is why I came to the decision that, oh man, focus is so much bigger than I thought is because I was like, my focus was, okay, I need to learn on, I need to start with focusing. I got to work on focus. Okay. Here's the, the, the small idea of focus that I had. And I worked on that little teeny area. Right. And then now I started to get a little better at that. And then I go, oh shit, I see how focus I'm lacking focus in a bunch of areas. And now I can start working on those and then I can work on that. And then it like grows. It's like a little, and then you start seeing focus for what it really is. And what it is, is, um, just really trying to blur out the noise and all the nonsense and the outside factors that can affect and change success towards the goal that you're working on. And then from there, it trickles down into a whole bunch of different categories. And so, um, it's it, like I said, it's like, uh, I've been on this thought and I'm starting to see things more clearly because I'm starting to get a little better at certain things with it. Um, and like I start getting bombarded with, with like, um, some of the development emails that are coming in for the gym space and all that stuff. And I'm like, Nope you got time in like an hour, bro. Like you're halfway through what you're an estimate or you're doing something, you're getting something that done. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, bada bing, like, let's just wait till that. It's the same thing with like the Instagram accounts and stuff. Like I've got, um, I've got a couple times during the day that I've set to myself to update, um, stories or blah, blah, blah for Clark electric or, um, and, and like the venturing man stuff. I try not to touch until the evening and, and whatnot. And so like I set those times aside and try not to met, don't change that. And over time, maybe you'll learn that this time of the day works better and then you can move it over to there, but sticking to what you're trying to change or trying to you're sticking to that goal is what the most important thing is. And then you start fine tuning it slowly and slowly. And that's where I'm at now. I feel like I'm fine tuning a lot of areas um, of the focus where I've gotten really good with focus lately is blurring out the outside noise, Um, just blurring out the outside noise. And that came from building a business over the last few years, Um, blurring out that. And then also, uh, some of my personal situation and stuff like there's things that I can't control. And now, um, I could sit there and be boohoo about it, you know, or even, you know, sometimes like even my wife who just loves me, will it, it'll get her riled up, you know? And it's just like, yeah. well, but like, there's nothing I can do to control that. Let's just keep going. The goal is still the same. We are doing yeah. what we're doing for those reasons. The goal still stays the same. Let's just keep chugging along and executing what we can control. And so anyway, I don't know. I hope, I hope my 
I hope that uh, the idea of what I was trying to get across with some of the focus stuff kind of makes sense, you know? Does it does it make sense, you know? Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, cool. But anyway, uh, what other things can we talk about on this? You know, we I feel like we've covered, you know, the depth to the word of focus and, you know, where you can apply focus to in different areas of your life, you know? Um, I, th- I but- think the only other direction that I could, I could think to take this conversation is like what to do if you're lacking focus. Like hmm. if you find yourself working on a plan and you're dragging or you're getting hit from left and right, from all these different outside areas, things you can't mm-hmm. control, like whatever it is, like there's always going to be some reason, something that's knocking you down. Like, yeah. When you're in, when you're in a situation like that, like, how do you pull yourself out of it? Like, what do you, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. I think for me, the, the beginning point of it is coming up with your own core values, um, was a huge thing coming up with some goals that you want to, to work on. Like you can't really what are you focusing on? Right. It's like, Oh, I need to focus. Well, okay. You can focus on little tasks here and there, but like from a broadened scope of things, focus comes from what your driving factor is. Right. And so I think that somebody should come up with, um, or their business or whatever can come up with core values or their mission statement or whatever. I think that is, in my opinion, the most important part is to come up with what you got or what your goals are. And it doesn't have to be is like, dude, you can be a goal could simply be like, um, like, man, my goal this year is to, my health has been shit. I got I, my focus needs to get driven towards getting a, my health a little bit under control. Right. Let's say that's what it is. Okay, cool. Write it down. You know, this is the categories I want to change, or these are the things I'd like to focus on this year. You're say you're already dead set in a career path, right? You're out, you're working for somebody and you love it, right? You know, you, you, this is what you've been working towards. You're a lawyer. Who, who, who knows? But you got these other areas you want to work on, work us on, work on, focus on those. And you got to write it down and say, this is what I want to work towards. Okay, so then you have it written down and maybe post it somewhere, put it somewhere where you see it a lot. And then you got to work your way from that point forward and start trying to realize some of the things that are pulling you away from that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what started it for me was having the idea of where I wanted to go and what things I wanted to change and also what really you kind of get a little bit of a cheat, a little cheat cheater boost when you have a kid too, <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. It's like, uh, you see things a little bit clearer, um, and you see things kind of for what they are. And also you love something so unconditionally that it's like, okay, so now my, everything has changed for me now because I will do anything for this, this, little girl in my situation. And so it kind of, it kind of is like a little cheating boost almost, but you know, the same thing can come from sitting there and working out a goal for eight weeks and seeing results of it. You get a a, a feel for it, a similar feel for that, you know, where it's kind of like a, 
oh my gosh moment. And then you can kind of run from there. But for me, you can't be focused if you don't have something to focus on, you know? And so mm-hmm. find something to focus on and you got to, you got to pick what it is and, and focus on that. And really, then you can go from there. I like the, I like coming up with where I want. I, I kind of have an idea of what I want as a whole across all categories. Like I, I know where I want my family to be. I know what I want my family to, our families. Um, I want what my family's uh, like relationships are like, you know, I know what, like I've thought about everything, like what I want and those things are going to change, but we know what we want. And my wife and I know what, uh, we want for our family. And so, you know, you kind of just have to chip away at it. And it's easy if you know where easier, if you know what you want. And so you got to just ask yourself what you want and then go from there. That's kind of my most and my, my personal take on it. But what do you think? I, I think the only thing I would add is, um, try to have a community. Mm. A community of people who are physically around you, like an online community school, but mm. like people who are physically around you and can see you. And like Rachel does this to me all the time when she can, she can read me like an open book in a matter of seconds mm. if I'm fucked off or not. And having that, that community, that group of people around you that can see you when something's not quite working or you're off or you're slowing down or whatever that, that can, that can not. I heard I heard somebody say call you up instead of call you out. They call you up to your greater purpose and mm-hmm. just check in on you. What's going on? Like, yeah. how are you? You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So I think even uh, uh, to extend on that, it's something that's been huge, huge, huge for me is, is surrounding yourself with people that are are goal oriented as well. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I've had this conversation with people that it. it the first time I heard that funeral breakdown way, I was, I was kind of blown away. It was like, oh, whoa, I'm not living to my core values at all. Like at all. Like there's yeah. a couple areas that I am and I'm hyper-focused on like two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, it, it shook me um, because it, it made me see my problems for what they really are um, or just see them in general, you know, because like we don't we're just out living these lives most of the time. And like, you got all these issues that, um, what, whatever they're from their trauma scars, whatever you want to call them, creating all these problems. And I don't know. I, I, it, it pulled me out of like this ego centric mind state where I didn't see a lot of my problems, um, Mm -hmm. where I was kind of just like a survival state. Um, that's like a perfect way of putting it. I was in a state of survival. Um, and I think that's just where I was at a young age and I stayed there. Um, so like I seen that, uh, I read that and it's, it hit me, man. And like, I tried to, I, I talked with a few different of my friend groups. Like I got a few groups, you know, popular as (laughs) not not even close, but like, I got a few different friend groups, right? I got my, I got my boys and my, my, my peoples I grew up with who were basically like my family, all those, all that group are pretty much similar to me in the sense of, um, we were each other's family kind of all coming from some form of dysfunction. Um, 
y'all had each other. Yeah. And so like, that was our, um, you know, we're like blood, like blood basically. And, uh, so many issues throughout that whole group of friends, like between a uh, relationship standpoint, like, uh, you know, like uh, a lot of things that are, are, are toxic, um, things that are not good, but as a whole, we know that like, if things hit the fan or if like something bad happens, I, I I'm, I'm confident those dudes would pull, pull through for me, um, you know, to, to a certain extent. And so, mm-hmm. You know, and so like, anyway, I've got these group friends groups and I've had that conversation with them because it was such a, a big epiphany for me. And like, um, I got response, different responses from each group. And, uh, those responses should have at that point really been like, Oh, got it. We are not on the same path. Yeah. We're not, but we hold on to those things. We hold on to those friendships and we, we we continue to hold ourselves in that in that place and uh in a form of like i don't know like a self like uh i don't know what the word would be but anyway we hold ourselves there and like we want to keep going back to the the familiar you know and so we yeah, we do that what's comfortable and so but like this was a couple years ago that i've i i started this path to to working on my core values and changing some of the problems that I realized were problems. And, um, like a couple of years since I read that, that book and I, and it, it was broken down to me like that. And since I've been working on it, but, uh, so anyway, like at that point had a mature, uh, the, the mind that I have now, the work that I've done now, I would have been like, I just been like, I wouldn't even, I, I sat there trying to explain this to, to, to these people for like a good chunk of time. Like, uh, like that evening, you know, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. even have tried because the, the answer I got would have been so easily filtered in my, in my system where it would have been like, been like, Oh, that's where they're at. Got it. Noted. Moving on yep, yep. back on my path. Cause I'm focused on my goal and my journey still stays. I mean, and that stays the same. So it's like, the, the that's the growth that I've had now and it takes a long time it, it's taken years of it and you know still I uh, uh still have to work on like going back to those those comfortable places and stuff and so sure you know anyway uh that's like that's just the way it is and that's just kind of the way it's worked for me and I feel like it's going to be like that for a lot of people but you know when when you're making these big changes and you want to go uh, and you want to make changes and you want better for yourself based on those core values. Um, it's just better all around for everybody too. <laughs> I mean, like my friends, my family, my community are getting the best version of me, right? It's like, this mm-hmm. is the best version of me. And so it's like, it's, it's good for everybody. And if that version of you isn't good for somebody, then they're not good for you. So, you know, you should be able to comfortably move on. Uh, and feel confident yeah. in yourself and you got to gain confidence over time. It's not going to just hit same thing with business. When you start making these, like, uh, these decisions on the fly on the run, you know, um, mm-hmm. and like you gain confidence in them and it's because your, sh- your sword gets sharper, you know, you start cutting through that shit really well and, um, and making and gaining momentum or traction, however you want to put it. I have, I, I really like both those words, but, um, so yeah, anyway, uh, you know, focus, man, it's, it's so important to, to our personal life, uh, our professional life, um, and, and 
and everything and focus isn't just sitting there and blurring out everything but your goal it's like it's no it's like it's like that it's not like uh throwing everything to the side except for the work towards that goal it's like i'd like to be successful well just working yourself to death is only going to get you one thing that's yeah, going to be successful money. at what you need to gain some clarity right but like i remember I think you touched on this when you're talking about some of the inner circle stuff that you work, uh, that you're working on, uh, where it's just like you fill in one bucket then, you know, yeah. and it's like, that's not your end goal, right? So like for me, the more elaborate and clear my end goal gets, what we're working towards, the better I am able to make decisions that aren't maybe directly affecting it. It's like, yeah, go hang out with Parker, Rachel, have a great time, had a good night. Um, would have been great. Haven't seen y'all in forever. We only got to chat and it was like, just like the normal days. Like when, uh, when we went to lunch or I mean to mm-hmm. dinner, went right back to being where we normally would be, would have been a blast. But in that situation, didn't work out for me because of certain things, you know, and could I have, yep. t- could I have gone, hell, I could have gone out all night <laughs> and I still would have went to work. But then that was, I knew I was going to go to work. Was that Friday night or Saturday night that you were I don't even out? know. I don't even remember. No, because you guys were going to leave Saturday morning. So it oh, was yeah. Friday night. Yeah. So yeah, basically, right. I knew that if I went out, we weren't going to be out all night, but it would have been later, probably one, one o'clock, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I would have been in a hole Saturday, Sunday and worked myself to a bone, which I was already going to do anyway. And then Monday comes around and the real work starts. You know, I'm not a laborer Monday through Friday. <laughs> like I was a laborer that weekend because we needed to move as much ground as we could on the gym. Yeah. Right. But yeah. like now the real work starts back up on Monday and you're telling me that I would have been in a much. So I had to think a few steps ahead and been like, eh. uh, nah, it's not going to work, you know, um, unfortunately. And like you got to do that by having very clear vision of where you're going to go. You got to push a business forward by having a a clear vision of where you want that business to go. And so you've got to have all those things to, to help you gain this focus on your life. And so, um, you know, man, it's just this podcast stuff is tough because I, I had a ton, I have a, I still have a bunch of ways of explaining it and, things I would like to go into with the focus thing, but I, it's hard to think of them right now. But like I had a few different uh, like aha moments and stuff. I have these moments while I'm, I'm always in my head. So like I'm working or if, big time is when I'm driving, if I'm driving, listening yep. to music and I've uh, uh, I'm going from a job to another job or whatever it is, I have these aha moments because my mind's just constantly going on this, like uh, this wheel. Like it's just like, but like, mm-hmm. You know, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job of explaining, you know, I've done a good job of trying to, I've done the best I can, at least trying to get out my, uh, my journey on gaining focus on my life. And, you know, it's like a, a person that has ADHD like me, or is very hard, can't sit still, has to be doing many things at one time, just because you have those issues doesn't mean you can't gain focus on your life because, if you really, really hash out a clear vision of what you want, then I think that gaining some focus on your life is 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 possible for anyone. And I think it's a, a super important aspect that that it, that we need to work on. So we basically went from taking the first step into entrepreneurship or whatever it may be, whatever you want out of your life, taking that first step, 
you know, we, we could go even as it's funny because becoming an, a, a, a becoming a parent, you don't got a choice. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like you, yeah, you're, you're, you're forced into taking that first step. Even if you decided let's have a kid and then you got pregnant and then you have the kid, you, you, once the kid comes out, you're forced to handle it. I don't pretty much anybody I've talked to the kid had the same feeling I had on the way out of the hospital, heading home the first day where it's like, uh, y'all are giving me this child. Like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. what? I can just leave. <laughs> like, this is okay. <laughs> but like, but like you figure it out. Oh, like we all figure it out. And some figure it out a little better. Like if you, you know, like in the sense of like, maybe you're not going home to the best, situation always right but i think we're all trying for the insane goal and you know i think that i think that i am becoming a successful parent because i have a clear vision of what parent i want to be so when i step out of those and i make a mistake i have a core value to back me up and say hey that was wrong you know i was getting frustrated throwing cabinets yesterday you know and uh (laughs) when i went in you know, is that, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> so I was crying. I'm like, I just immediately like, yeah, I'm okay, girl. What's up? And then we'll go back into it because like I could have, old me would have continued like on that path. Uh, old yeah. me would have still been stuck over the very first stupid mistake I made when I went to go set that first one. That would have messed me up for like the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to do that to myself because that was like a driving factor, you know, for me, it was yeah. like, that's how I got performance out of myself and it works, worked for a while, but then it became, uh, my, my demise, no doubt. And so well, having that core value and having the goal end goal of what I want from my relationship with my daughter and what I'd want for my, my relationship with my wife and as my, for my family as a whole, having that clear, goal of what I want out of those things or that vision of what I want helps me come back to making the right choices throughout that. And we're always going to make the mistakes and we're always going to make those, uh, we're always going to have missteps and all that. I mean, you know, I mean, anybody that's got kids knows, I mean, there's days where you're just like, girl, I want to whoop that booty. Like she's too, I got a toddler now. Okay. So she, uh, she packs a punch, you know, (laughs) but you know, it, that's kind of like things that, that I've realized is that having that, that, that clear vision to focus on is, is really what's helping me kind of to, to make the right decisions. It's not just cause I'm just good at making the right decisions now. It's like, no, I'm actually really bad, but I have this checklist over here that is helping me keep myself accountable, you know? Yeah. And you've gained clarity too. Yeah. 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 Starting to like, it's uh, more and more clarity over, over the time comes too. it's like, it's like, uh, man, where I'm at now, just after I really, I feel like I've really only gotten, it's been like six years of grinding to get to where I'm at now of like trying to figure things out, building a business and blah, blah, blah. And then having, the COVID situation, shutting our stuff, our business down and then having to restart over in a completely different direction. And then seeing the result that I've gotten over the last year and a, a, a month or so and change, I've just been caught. Con- I'm getting more and more confidence and more and more ability in making decisions quicker and more like everything, like 
I don't know, everything, even from the starting point of when I decided to do this D1 thing. And when I was going to, I went to the summit and I, I was running into all these other teams with their whole, all their GMs and their trainers and all their situations. And it was just me, myself and I, and I was like starting to be like, damn, what am I even doing here? You know, um, I'm almost don't even recognize that guy. Like, uh, it just from then till now, it's like, uh, I can't wait to get back in that room, you know, like, because, uh-huh. because where I'm at now, um, has changed so much just even over the past year, it's been a year, you know? And so, mm-hmm. and it's just a momentum game. And I just think of where I'm going to be at in 10 years, you know, uh, and I'm only 30, 30, am I 31 or 32? Uh, I think 32. I'm 32, 32. Yeah. And so yeah. 32. I mean, eight years of, of the grind that I'm doing right now, there's no reason I can't do it because I, before I would say, no, I couldn't because there's no way I could go like that for eight years because I would probably die. But now I'm, I got like, I've already told myself I need to take this Sunday off this coming Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Because that'll be, that'll be like 14 days straight of, uh, um, yeah, 14 days straight of just like l- super brutal days. And I'm like, I I can already start. I'm already starting to feel it, you know, like what's tomorrow, Wednesday or Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday and I'm already starting to feel it. And Friday is going to be a brutal, one more brutal day of demolition over at the gym. And I'm like, I've already told myself, I got I'm, Sunday, you're going to turn your phone off and just spend time with the family. Um, it's already something that I've, I've decided. And so, um, that's, that's learning. And so I know I can do this for an extended period of time now because I'm not burning myself out. I'm getting focused and, and I'm executing things how they need to be executed. But I'm also making sure we don't put ourselves in the hole by going out and doing things we don't need to be doing yeah. that aren't, that aren't helping the goal. There's going to be t- plenty of times where going and kicking it with you and Rachel is a hundred percent helping the goal because, oh man, I, I really, I need to, I need to, to go hang out and kick it. Like I need a day, you know, but like one that timelines line up, you know? And yeah, like, totally. You know? And so it's like, we, that's how I'm going about things now. And I think it's really helping me. Um, it's really helping me make a, a difference in, in my performance and stuff. So, um, anyway, um, I think I'm good, man. I, I, I really wanted to, to, hash out some of the stuff that I've been thinking about in my head because, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a lot of this work wasn't, it's not something that like I just sat there and was like, I'm going to start working on focus. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. a, it's like a, it just a thing that automatically happened because like I am so, I'm so like eager to, to be successful or like, I'm so, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Right. And like, mm-hmm. and so over time, I've just been kind of figuring things out. And then after I start figuring them out, then I really put a name to it or a word to it or whatever, you know, like, yeah. um, what was that thing we were talking about? This is, I want to close on this, but what was that thing we were talking about at dinner where I was talking about something that I was kind of coming to figure out. And then you're like, Oh dude, I read a book about the CEO of Nike was it? Oh, yeah. And I was like, see what I'm saying, dude? Like, that's something I've been figuring out over time on my own. And and now now you tell me this, and it just re-secures the fact that I'm for sure on the right path because other successful entrepreneurs 
way more successful than I am are are preaching some of that stuff. You know, what was the topic though? What were we talking about? I'm, I'm messing so, it up. So we were just talking about like staying true to ourselves, even when mm. like times get tough and things get tough. Yeah. And the reason why that book came to mind um, was because Phil Knight wrote down these 10, the 10 principles of Nike mm. when he was in like the darkest, deepest, um, I don't depression like the lowest point of his career let's mm-hmm. put it that way he was at the lowest point of his career he was he and, was burning out and becoming like and, uh, but like but like nike was full-fledged nike at this point right like they they were they were nike like he built them from nothing and so these these 10 principles real quick um number one our business has changed number two we're on offense all the time mm-hmm. number three perfect results count not a perfect process Break the rules, fight the law. Number four, this is as much about battle as it is about business. Number five, assume nothing. Make sure people keep their promises. Push yourselves to push others. uh, Stretch the the possible. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Number six, live off the land. Number seven, your job isn't done until the job is done. Yeah. Um, number eight are a list of dangers, uh, bureaucracy, personal ambition, energy takers versus energy givers, knowing our weaknesses, don't get too many things on your platter. Uh, number nine, it won't be pretty. Number 10, if we do the right things, we'll make money damn near automatically. Yeah, dude, it's so beautiful because it's exactly what we've been talking about in the sense of like... He came up with a list of 10 items that he probably refined from many others, right? He decided that these are mm-hmm. his, these are the ones like these I can't live without or this business can't live without. And these are what is really going to help guide us and stay true to this vision that I have. That's what he's decided. And that's, uh, we got on that topic because I was talking about how I want to come up with a program. Um, like I, I, I followed tons of different programs to help things. And there's things I liked about certain ones, things I didn't like about certain ones. And like, I personally like, I feel like I can, I want to come up with a program that, uh, I'm going to execute over time. And it has a similar feel to it with like lists like that, that you, you can stick to and stuff. That's how you got on that topic. And we, and we were, we're running on that while we were eating, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so, it's so perfect because it's kind of like his, it's, it's almost like he's got mission and core, core values all intertwined or like, they're not even so much core values as more like a, core statements or like mission statements or something like uh, it's hard to yeah yeah the the is uh, does he call them principles i'm over here for yeah making it difficult you know (laughs) (laughs) exactly that (laughs) you know there it is see what i'm saying i'm telling you guys i'm stupid but uh the thing is is like these principles that you stick to because like and a, a ton of those are so gold and you can tell coming from an entrepreneur because it's like it's gonna be messy that's a fact it's like it's it's that's pretty much all it is almost you know Mm -hmm. but if you know that and you know what your vision and your goals are who cares who cares how messy messy it gets and when you know where you're going it helps you make the decisions that you need to make and so um yeah man i think that's awesome that's a great way to end it with those core uh i think that um 
think that maybe the post, one of the posts that I put out on the Instagram, we'll have to write those out and put it on the lower part just so people can have it. Cause I like it. And I'm going to have to throw that book onto the, uh, onto the bookshelf and, and read it. I, I, I watched the movie that they made, um, recently about the Michael Jordan situation with, yeah. uh, with him. And, uh, and they touch base on like those, those things and some of his, uh, his, his, uh, his principles. And, uh, I was intrigued yeah, by the, that guy. He's an interesting, an interesting guy for sure. The book is called shoe dog. Shoe dog. Yeah. Like S H O E. Yep. As in Nike. <laughs> As in Nike. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> nice. Cool, man. Well, all right, man. I think that's cool. Uh I don't I, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't read how long we've been going. But um I know it's been over an hour probably. So I hope yeah, that definitely it's all good in the hood. I I really I, I hope I don't listen back to this and this and, and be disappointed on the execution of this because I think I think focus is such an important factor, but I didn't I've never I've never wanted to like go into crazy structure with these things, you know, like a podcast episode. Like I don't wanna but I also don't want to understructure it or under like I I want the the message that I'm trying to get to get across, but I also don't want to sit like I'm just sitting here reading off of a script that I wrote, you know. And yeah. so like I we have to find that balance. And so like for instance, on, on top of that, I'm super super busy right now, like and pulled in like a bunch of different directions. So I didn't have a ton of like last night. I said I was going to come up with the outline, didn't happen. Um, ended up knocking out and uh you know, got, got up early and I, I went to the gym this morning cause I have been missing the gym for a couple of days cause I've been doing so much demo that my body's all beat up either way. And so, you know, I, uh, I just hope that I listen back and I'm like, Oh yeah, I got, I got what I, the, the thought process I've had in my head over the last couple of weeks coming, I, I got that out. I hope I did. If I didn't, I apologize. Um, but you know, like I said, I don't want to just sit here and like come up and like write a book and then just come out here and preach things, you know, it's just like, I want it mm-hmm. to, I want it to, to be as authentic as it is. And this is basically just thoughts that are coming to my head as I go along my journey and try to figure all the things out that I need to figure out to reach the, the, the end goal, you know, and become, uh, you know, become, you know, there, there's this, there's that song that's out right now, right? Everybody's all hyped up about, I made that nice little post oh, about yeah. it. Um, the yeah. rich, rich men from Richmond, north of Richmond. Yeah. yeah. The reality is, is it's like, there's, you got the super wealthy out here in this, in this country right now and in this world. And it's like, they're the only ones that are really living to and doing in, we're doing what we can. Right. And don't get me wrong. Nobody's ever going to stop me from living. Right. But if we did what, what they wanted us to do and we just continued to be a number in the system, a way for them to make money off of taxes and for you to continue to work for their corporations. And then you take what days they give you to take off and you go do those with your family. It's not living. It's just, it's not living in my opinion. I, I don't want that. I, that's what the whole point of this venturing man thing is. I don't want that at all. My goal is to create wealth from my own sources and to position myself and my future, my family and their future family and the generations to come so that 
we're not part of that. I don't want those. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to be a person that is continuing, is continuing to help them be wealthy and be rich and control everything and do what they want. None of what we see is real in my opinion these days. And I'm never going to get into politics on the podcast. And I promise about that, but what nothing that nothing is what it seems right now. I guarantee Mm -hmm. that nothing is what it seems. I refuse to debate about politics. I refuse to do anything about anything because how are we going to do that? How are we going to debate about shit that we're getting fed bullshit information on? You can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and debate with somebody and I'm not going to sit here and preach my ideology about things to anybody. But what I am 100% certain about is there is the very, very wealthy 0.1%, you know, or even 1% of rich people out there that are, that they can do whatever they want. Literally, they can do whatever mm-hmm. they want. They don't have to think about reporting to anybody. They don't have to do anything. And then there's the rest of us. And there's a huge, huge percentage of us that have to do those things and that have to show up to help somebody and have to do all those that. And entrepreneurship is about changing that. You know, it's about giving you wh- who wants to live. Nobody wants to just be handed a, I mean, maybe they do, but I wouldn't want to just be handed a billion dollars so I could go sit on my ass and do whatever I wanted all the time. But like when I want to do something, I want to do it. I don't want to have to ask anybody. I don't want to have to worry about my, my work schedule, you know? And so it's like, yeah, I can't just drop what I'm doing and go do whatever I want even right now. But that's because that would be opposite of what my vision is and what my goals are. But when the time comes and I want to go do something, I don't have to ask anybody, you know? And so, um, it's about, it's about freedom. Um, it's about, it's about, um, not living in that rat race and all that crap. And that's why that song is so hot right now, because that's what everybody's, everybody's feeling, you know? And so Mm -hmm. anyway, um, we got to stop because, you know, I'll just keep rambling, but you know, I think it's been a good one. So, um, I, uh, I agree. I again, appreciate everybody that's been, uh, listening, you know, and I hope that, um, you know, I hope that we're continuing. I hope that you're seeing the progression of where like this podcast is going and kind of what we're thinking. And so, um, you know, uh, I think that's a good way to end it and, uh, appreciate everything, everybody, including you, Parker. Yeah, man. Right back at you. Have a good (laughs) one, everyone. All right, man. Bye, everybody.